Literature is one of my passions, and so I was so excited to catch up with Daniel Mesigua to talk about his article focusing on why startups and other stories about Africa absolutely need to be written and shared. If we can just uh, dive right into it, Daniel, what was the inspiration for this article? Well, the inspiration has been something that I've been pondering about for about two years now. And uh, it's, it started with the Africa is Rising narrative, which uh, frighteningly I found to be a path of hot air. I feel there is a severe lack of stories and a motivation and inspiration for the kids in the dorms uh, at universities, at secondary schools, and the kids are way back in primary schools who look at the big startup founders from the US, the Mark Zuckerbergs, the even speed goes, but yet the realities of Africans or the realities of our markets are different from those from the West. So that was uh, one of my major inspirations. And I looked at uh, how how the people who've been in the game, in the startup game, can actually influence, can tell more stories, can inspire and create something that is closer to a reality of Africa. So you start off the article by saying every startup founder has a war story. And I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have my gladiator paint and everything. What? Why the concept of a war story? Uh, the concept of a war story is actually very interesting. Almost everyone has, has a war story. And uh, so I have this soldier friend of mine who's serving in the military in Uganda. And whenever I meet him, he usually has these big stories where he was like the main actor and he was like so good and you know whenever i talk to him i i live somehow inspired but when i think about him like ah okay but well he told me the story about eric prince eric prince is a guy who's mostly known for the infamous attack at uh, in, in in iraq where civilians were were killed and he was running a security agency called blackwater so he told me you know what Eric Prince was right here in this library where we are standing. I was at I was at his home and he has a small library. I was like, ah, really? Then he told me the story of how he organized the meeting with Eric Prince and how people had failed. And you know, he's like one of those middle-level rank officers. And he he had there was this feeling of grandeur, this aura of invincibility he had. And he actually pitched to me to go and read the book, Blackwater which was in his library. So it, it showed me something about the importance of having these stories and if they were told out on, on the bigger fora, on the bigger medium, like uh, the internet, like books, wh- wh- whatever megaphone is out there, I think the world would be inspired and Africans, African startup entrepreneurs would be inspired. Instead of the stories remaining in uh, close-knit circles, the stories remaining in um, peer-to-peer talks, like a one-to-one or, or over the coffee, I, I feel like if we we can put them out a little bit more, can bring more people to, to the realities, we can inspire people and we can help more people uh, join the movement of, of, of startups. I think you're right, Daniel. And there's, there's actually been more recently a move towards consciously paying more attention to literature that ca- does come out of Africa, you know, that does celebrate African stories for children, for adults, you know, all the way through. But why? I'm curious about your emphasis on the written word. I mean, we, we know that, for instance, publishing is very expensive. Buying books is very expensive. So how is this a trend that we, we obviously, it, it's a very important trend, but how do we make this trend something that's more accessible? How does reading become more accessible, especially in contexts like African countries where reading is associated with school or a luxury how do we how do we bridge the gap 
I think the gap the, the gap could be easily the gap the gap could easily be uh, mended with uh, with the rise of the internet with the rise of digital publishing and with the rise of new new media and new technology. Uh, so it's true our books are very expensive. It's true there's been this whole cliched tale of African literature, you know, it being from the post-colonial days, uh, the days of Chinua Chebe and Walter Inca. We have been struggling to break from We've been struggling to break from that uh, narrative of African literature being um, about understanding society, understanding understanding our our historical historical journey. And right now, there are, there is a narrative about Africans who've been living abroad, the likes of Tejuko, Ben Ben Okri, and Chimamanda Adichie. So we we are, we are trying to find a middle ground. How we can make this? We can put this into context. How, for example. We can write something about the startup space in Africa. You would barely find any literature about it, or perhaps if you found any, it would be by some guy from Oxford University Press or Massachusetts Institute of Technology. So we need to more to have a more of an insider perspective. And just to to, to answer your question, I believe right now we have the tools. Uh, we have mobile applications. We have interactive media. We have the, the internet at large. We have social media. And I believe if we could harness the power of these and put them through and we focus them towards a common goal, I believe we could have more accessible, relatively cheaper ways of uh, accessing this content. And of course, you know, the, 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 the impact would be insurmountable, in my opinion. Phenomenal. I mean, it is a very inspiring concept. And like I said, it's a, it's a very beautiful concept when, when we spoke earlier. Can you talk about some, of the, uh, some initiatives maybe that you know of in Africa that are already sort of on, um, getting on this bandwagon in, a, in, 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 in the way that we would like them to? So for instance, any sort of companies or uh, publishing initiatives or sorry, creative or writing initiatives within the African continent that are telling stories, that are addressing the startup question because sometimes it comes down to support we're, we're all you know people who seek information and so if you can just share with us what's going on and we can obviously rally our support and put you know our support behind those initiatives great um so in, in the article i talked about uh so you're gonna set up called mixer kids so mixer kids actually wants kids to tell their own stories so they, they get these kids, uh, the kids tell their stories. Then Mixer Kids has a, the, the, they're called mixerkids.com. So they have their editors who actually, uh, illustrate these stories and convert them into ebooks, which these ebooks are put out for sale or they can be, uh, given out free of charge. Then there is another startup in Nigeria called Jenny Games. Jenny Games makes a line of interactive apps, uh, where kids are told, are, are taught how to, tell stories digitally and I find I find these are very amazing you know because people who need these stories the most are the kids and the bit about this is the the, the stories do not really have to be true uh, we can venture into fiction we, we, we all know uh, what uh, the power of of, of, story to, of storytelling can bring about you know from the likes of H.G. Wells to the likes of uh, Isaac Asimov, you know, they, they, they laid the foundational stories of concepts that were sci-fi back in the day, but nowadays robots and humanoids are being real. So I believe if we can invent our own realities, if we can, if we can get our own stories, as, as long as they're, they're going to help kids explore their minds, they're going to help the kids dream, and 
ostensibly they're also going to help the adults uh, to, to get closer to home and to imagine the impossibilities. Then there's another startup called uh, Fundibots. Uh, Fundibots is from Uganda and they're actually teaching kids how to make robots. So this, however, however, however simple the beginning process could be, I believe uh, later on in, as, as, as the kids grow up, they would, you know, it helps them dream. It helps them think of the, impossibilities being possible and to me i find that a very positive step so definitely there are many other companies i may not know about and i'm sure uh if this is a common goal they are going to advance the future is going to be bright like i said i'm very inspired by the notion daniel and thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us like i said for the listeners we'll definitely add um we'll share the link in the show notes to daniel's article so you can read it for yourself and find out more about those initiatives that he just discussed daniel by the way i love your sense of humor i think you're hilarious you can all keep up with daniel on twitter by following him at valanchi that's va L-A-N-C-H-E-E. Thank you so much, Daniel, for making time to chat with us. Ah, thank you. Pleasure is all mine.